is about Christmas. The reindeer, the lights, and the gifts. We sing chestnuts, are roasting, and marshmallows toasting. And here comes old jolly Saint Nick. Now don't get me wrong, I sure love all those songs. But one holiday gets left out. You see, no one remembers a song for November, but that's gonna change starting now. Gobble, gobble, one. Gobble, gobble, two. Gobble, gobble, me. Gobble, gobble, you. Listen to me now. Gobble, gobble, three. Gobble, gobble, four. Gobble, gobble, please. Can I have some more? and welcome into the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, where we will take a deep dive into the NCFFL in all its glory, providing you, the GMs, the fans, hot takes and predictions sure to stir up controversy all along the fantasy football season. My name is Joe Norton, and along for the ride is Jared Campbell. Let's go! Alrighty, GMs, welcome in to week 12 edition of Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, where we will take a look back into week 11, the excitement and the uh, the un- unfairness, maybe perhaps some, some teams might say, of what occurred. Also, we'll look into week 12. We're coming down to it, final stretch. Uh, we got, what, two games left, Jared? Two weeks left. And... Uh, I know you're excited about this pod because we're not going to have a roundtable action yeah. as we did last week. But what's going on with you? You got similar setup as last time? Nope, I do not. I am back into the old stomping grounds of last year upstairs in the office because with it being Thanksgiving week, we are doing this on a Tuesday. And we there are. ain't much shit on a Tuesday night right now, so I'm not outside. Um, uh, I would halt your thoughts right there. We got some action going on or something. No App, action. App State playing. Let me tell you. Let me, <laughs> App State was not playing. Let me tell you what I just had my eyes watched for the last hour and a half. Nothing better than a little DGPT. And yes, I'm talking about the disc golf pro tour. Wow. It was on ESPN eight. The Ocho. Guess where the championship game 
or games was hosted? Hawaii. Hornets Nest, Charlotte, North Carolina. Stop. Where is that? <laughs> I'm dead serious. Hornets Nest, Charlotte, North Carolina. I think it's over by your house, like your old house. You and Bry's old house. Huh. Uh, Hornets Nest. Yeah. Take a look at it. Tough track there, though. It was a it was a par uh, sixty three, I think. Uh, winner took home twenty thousand a piece. They had a women's and a men's uh, tee time, tee off. I don't know what they call it over there at the Disc Golf Association of Disc Golf. Throw off. Um, but yeah, a little DGPT Hornets Nest on a Tuesday night. Hmm. Get some. Well, man, so. I, I stand, I stand <laughs> corrected. Yes, you here, do. Here I was trying to just run through this so I could find out what the next scandal is on the crown on Netflix. And but, I need to watch that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a little slow, but it's, it's not bad. Um, but yeah, so I went this, this past weekend, we went up to the mountains mm-hmm. with the family and did our, our annual kind of weekend up there to get the Christmas tree and bring it back. And, and nice. I got some. Uh, did, have you? Do you like the Cold Mountain from Highland Brewing? They're like. Uh, is their beer? Yeah, it's their winter. It's kind of their signature. Their winter beer. I haven't had it. It's pretty good. That's what I'm sipping on right now. Cold Mountain is it like a um, a dark brew? Like yeah, a, it's, it's, it's black. It's more. It's like a spiced winter ale. So it's uh, okay. A little amberish. Yeah. So it's not bad. It's pretty good. I can I can get behind this. Has a has notes of vanilla, hazelnut, dark fruit, and cinnamon. Huh. I had my first pumpkin beer of the season when we went to uh, dinner today. We went to the the uh, community restaurant called Harvey's. Had a little pumpkin brew. Haha. It was okay. Well, not my favorite. Pumpkin season beer is over. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm it's Thanksgiving in like two days. Huh? Uh, but pumpkin pumpkin beer season starts October first. No, that's called Oktoberfest beer. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure all the pumpkin beer here in the like gorgeous, Nota gorgeous. You can't find those anymore in the store. They're done. They're sold out. They stopped making. Well, them. well, Harvey's had it. <laughs> I had one. It was okay. What was it? Now I'm sitting. Now I'm sitting on some New Belgiums, uh, Voodoo Rangers. I got IPAs. I got uh, juicy hazy IPAs. Can't go wrong with New Belgium. Yeah. What's uh, what's Shell's Thanksgiving plan? We do things a little bit differently here at the Norton House compared to what um, most families might do. So Wednesday night, we get the uh, we get the gang all together, and by that I mean Christie's entire extended family. So there's going to be probably thirty people or more. I don't even know what house we're going to, but we do that Wednesday night. And it's just a smorgasbord of stuff. I think there will be turkey there. I hope. Um, people just bring sides and dishes and everything. Everyone gets together, says, Hey, and then we, then we bounce it. Then Thursday, we're heading over to Chris and Patty's, my in-laws down there in Charlotte. And we'll just, uh, just have a little non-formal feast, you know, non-formal feast. That's what, that's the way you're doing. So you're having two Thanksgiving meals, two Thanksgiving meals. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I don't even consider the Thanksgiving meal, like the actual day, I don't even consider that to be a meal on Thanksgiving because the way they do it is just weird. It's not what I did growing up, 
and I've just kind of conformed to it since my all my family's up in Chicago, and I'm not traveling with three kids and a less than one year old up to Chicago. I don't blame you. Um, so it's just it's just a weird deal. Like, but like when I was growing up, it was like Italians Thanksgiving, and it was legit. I'm talking sit down we would have like raviolis and Ooh. turkey and lamb and that's what i'm we'd talking have all, about we'd have a freaking feast and we, we i think we eat like leftovers at chrissy's house wow what uh what mobster family was that uh they were the venturis the venturis Got yeah it. so they they uh they hail from the land of luca up there in viaggio near florence you're you're uh You've been up to the Florence era. Yeah, I have. Area. Yeah, yeah. I have. Hmm. Interesting. So what about you guys? What are you guys up to? Oh, we're we're going to – we always – typically, Morgan, she's got to work the mall in Raleigh for, like, Black Friday and Thanksgiving night and stuff Are they like. having Black Friday? So they're having Black Friday, but they the mall canceled and closed, uh, like, the midnight stuff. So the – Thanksgiving night stuff, which is kind of a big deal for them because they would sell a lot of shit. So they closed. Is that because the virus doesn't come out during Thanksgiving? I don't. For some, I guess it doesn't come out Thursday night, or I guess it comes out Thursday night, but it doesn't come out Friday. Doesn't come out Friday. See, see, I've been trying to figure it, make, it out. Here it doesn't make any sense to me, but because I haven't heard of any like restrictions on Black Friday. But I do hear of all these COVID restrictions for your family members on actual Thanksgiving. So you can't be together as a family of, you know, seven or less or ten or less, so whatever people, the governor yeah. decides so when, wants so, to do. So Wednesday night. But Friday, it's just go at his gangbusters. Everybody shop. Don't worry about it. You're good to go. We'll pack into sardines into these into these uh um, stores yeah. and buy whatever so, you want. But we always go to kind of her in, down in Durham. So Dur- we're going to Durham. We're going to stay here Wednesday night and let the kids sleep here. They just sleep better here. And then yeah. Thursday morning, we'll wake up and go to Durham and do Thanksgiving and food and stuff there. Um, Thursday at her parents' house. And I think my parents and family is going to come there and eat and stuff and hang out there and spend the night there. And then Friday, I'm going to go down to Sanford with the kids and spend the night with my parents Friday night and then head on back up here to Saturday. Um, so, uh, but man, I, yeah, I enjoy Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving day. Cause it's just a, a lot. lot of it's, you don't have to deal with like the, the pressure and the, and the, the stuff with Christmas and gifts and all that just kind of, stuff you can just eat football's on you can just, it's just it's eat eat food drink beers watch football yep that's what it's about and uh so yeah. i'm excited um I, I was thinking about one thing though so what is what's your favorite thanksgiving dish you got like uh well granted you were just talking about some like stuff you yeah. grew up on but what about now what are you looking forward to either tomorrow night or thursday i like ham okay I'm a ham guy, so if anyone brings, like, a honey-baked ham, like spiral ham, your boy's on top of that. Okay. Uh, In terms of side dishes, I go a variety of different ways. I'm okay with stuffing, or if some people want to call it dressing, that's fine, too. Um, 
a good mac and cheese, but nothing. And I'm just rethinking of like Christie's family because that's all I've had for the last like four years. Um, nothing really eye pops at me, okay. which is kind of sad. Yeah. Like there's no dish that I'm like, you know what? I can't wait to get to Thanksgiving to crush that. Yeah. So it's funny because I was thinking about either Maine or dishes or whatever it is. What Thanksgiving dishes correlate to the rosters of GMs? To GMs? Right. And it's funny oh. that you – because I, I kind of have some people. Kind of have okay. some people. Okay. So – and it's ironic that you brought it – I mean, I think – Joe, I think you're the dressing and stuffing, right? <laughs> I think you're – like I look forward to it. I like dressing and stuffing. I like it. It always disappoints. It though. doesn't disappoint. <laughs> it needs no. to have the gravy, right? Uh, I just you ha- I can't eat it without the gravy. It has to have the gravy on it. I saw somewhere that so someone you're... said that gravy was a side, and I said you don't eat gravy by itself, right? It's exactly. So, so I got I got ju- I got you as the dressing and stuffing because you're just missing something. <laughs> You know, there's, a, there's a, your team, your team is, but you're, there's just something you're missing and you might've, you might've found it with Deandre Swift. Granted, he was out this past week, but you might've found it was the, the running back spot is what you've been missing. Oh. But I think you're the dressing and stuffing because you're just missing something to like get <laughs> you over the top. Right. That's pretty solid. But it, yeah, but you bring up a good one. And so gravy. I put somebody as the gravy. Can you can you think of who I put as the gravy? Because you're because <laughs> you're right. There you're you the, you, can, you don't eat the gravy by itself. You don't right? eat gravy by itself unless you're Chaz who just eats butter. Right. <laughs> well, I'll get to him in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, outside of the, I would say the obvious is slip. See no, um, see I got see I got Brooks as the cranberry sauce. Because <laughs> <laughs> the thing that nobody, nobody really like wants. it's always out every <laughs> Thanksgiving, but nobody eats it. It's just on the table. There's just no <laughs> it's decor. It's more decoration. <laughs> it's just kind of there. He's just a part of us now. He's just he just kind of has the flair that is thing like that. So yeah. So we got Brooks as the cranberry sauce. So the Actually, gravy. So the gravy to me. Is kind of like you said, they don't stand up. There's just the gravy has just kind of one dynamic, right? It's just one option, one thing. It just kind of helps make the dishes better. So there's a team that just has one guy, and he's the only guy you kind of have to worry about. And if you dodge this guy, you're probably John's team with Dalvin Cook. No, John's got Dalvin and Aaron Jones and Mahomes. Uh, Pittman's team with, um, what's that quarterback's name? Kyler. Got him. Kyler. Yeah. Sorry. I was blanking. I mean, Pittman's got some, him. Pittman's got some players. I mean, Pittman's got, um, he's got some players. See, I got Brian. I mean, uh, while well, he was in my next choice, I was getting there. So you got Brian, you got Derek, With Henry. Derek. So Derek Henry's the gravy, right? So he's the, he's yeah. really good. But then you look at the rest of this team, you're just like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> um, let's see who else. Pittman. Pittman I have as the green bean casserole. <laughs> and here's why. You don't really want it. 
but you feel like you need to get it. So you put some anyways and you start eating it. And before you know, it, you're like, why is this good? Well, yeah. Why, why, <laughs> why does this taste good? Why do I want more? Why is this good? Why do I like this? And so that's kind of when you're looking at Pittman's team, you're kind of like, wait, he's seven and four. How is he seven and four? And you're looking at his roster and you're kind of like, he just has a bunch of guys, right? It's just, I don't know. Um, I got, I got Michael as the deviled eggs. <laughs> They're only a couple of bites and then it's gone. So it's just kind of like his, it just kind of has a couple hot weeks, but that's about he's it. Just, yeah. He's just it's nibbles. Just, yeah. And then I put myself down as the ham. Oh, okay. I'd like to hear why. Uh, it's, you don't really get excited. Like some good substance. Yeah. Like it's, a good substance it's, it's food. A, it's a good base. It's consistent. It's a good right? base. It's a good – You know you what you're getting. You kind of put it there. Yeah, you kind of know – but it's nothing sexy about it. You know, yeah. it's not something it's that ham. you – It's ham. It's ham. You start eating it. It's good enough and stuff like that. So, I kind of put me as kind of the boring. Um, the easy one with Chaz is going to be the rolls and butter, right? But <laughs> I, made, I made him the turkey. Uh, Chad, I feel like he's consistent, but he's just a little bland. His team is just a it little, could get dry. Exactly, it could get dry. Turkey's hit or miss, right? It's a, yeah. it's all depends on if it's made right. Um, and then I have I couldn't really come down to Rass, Rusty, Brad, and John. Oh, I was trying to. I mean, I know I, I feel like. Let me go. I'm gonna go with. Can I? All right. It sounds like you have something. Well, I don't. Sure. I don't have anything for them. I got. I got Rusty as the sweet potato casserole. Because, um, just because of the squad that he's working with, kind of. Rogers, Allen, Claypool, Kamara, I was, I thought, Jefferson, and they're really Jones. good. And that's a sweet potato casserole is probably my favorite part. Oh, yeah, that's my dish. favorite meal. Um, but then part of me also wanted to put sweet potato casserole with Brad's team because what's on top of the sweet potato casserole? Marshmallow. Marshmallow. Brad's team can be a bit soft. Mm. A bit soft. Yeah. So, but John, I don't know. I was trying to think of something with macaroni and cheese. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's good. And then, but it's consistent, but you could fuck it up along the way if you use like cottage cheese or something. Yeah, in there. yeah. Come on, Karen. So, <laughs> um, and then John, I was thinking, I was trying to find something that was dealing with, uh, some kind of I don't know if there's some kind of spinach or something that kind of brings good luck. You know, cream of spinach, <laughs> something along those lines. I don't know. John is uh, three. Like maybe he's the pies. Maybe he's like the, he could be a pumpkin you're just, pie. You're just like, you don't really know, but how he's always there at the end, you know, there's just it's a pumpkin like, pie. Yeah. That's the perfect yeah. fit. Yeah. But every Thanksgiving pumpkin pie is there, but, but there we go. That that's kind of so what is John. Would you change? Would you disagree with any of those? I think if you're going to label John pumpkin pie, I'm in no disagreement there. Um, I think we we'd have. I think we can do better for Brad. Just calling yeah. him the, the marshmallow and the and like the soft team. Um, he's 
you know, he's kind of, I mean, let's take a look at this squad here. But he's always like, Man. like, what's the, ooh, I got one. I don't know what the dish is, but what I would want to see in the dish is, Man, that looks good, and you go in and you start eating it, and it just does not live up to the hype. Well, and I think that's almost like a green bean casserole. That could be a green bean casserole too. But I think green bean casserole is sneaky good. How about this broccoli casserole? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, could be broccoli, Or, or could be. Oh man, what's that one dessert? It could be a dessert that you like go in for and you're like, oh man, this thing's going to be legit. And you take a bite out of it, like a lemon square or something. Yeah. Take a bite really? out of it and you're like, oh, that just, I'm going to have to throw that away. Or that like, it's not going to fit. Have you had like chocolate German pie? German chocolate pie? German chocolate pie? Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I have. Something, yeah, but I don't know what the dish is. So if any GMs can think of this, text it out. But Brad's dish is the one that you're like, man, that looks good. I can't wait to eat that. And you sit down and you take a bite or two and you're just like, this is not that good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It just, this is not living up to the hype. And that's kind of what Brad's team is probably going to be end up being after week 13 where he's, might be out of the playoffs and team just. I can't believe we can't come up with a dish for this guy. It's like a corn. There's got to be something like corn like a, casserole, like a, like a like a corn hash or something. Maybe is there such a thing as a corn hash? God, there's got to be something. I don't know, um, but just I was maybe yams. I mean, yeah, yams? I mean, my my bad guys. I was doing all this kind of pre prep. Or a pre-show prep, and I just couldn't. That's a good homework ex- uh, assignment for the GMs, you know. Yeah. Texas, when you listen to this, give us your thoughts on Brad's team. What dish do you think Brad's team would be? Yeah, let's hear them. Texas, let let's us hear them. I want to hear what, what dish do you think mine is. Yeah. yeah. And Joe's. And mine. Yeah. And Slips. Maybe there's something better Yeah. than just, you know. What did, what did we say slips was? Cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce. I mean, it, just decorative red sauce and cranberries. It's, his is either, I was down between cranberry sauce and unsweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's just trash. <laughs> just trash. Both of them are just trash. Just, just awful. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, but he about caught you this week. He about oh, got you. Jesus. He about snuck up onto you this week. Good. God, man, should we talk about that? We do need to get into that. Why don't we, uh, let's, uh, let's make it over. Well, first of all, let me do this before we sign off here on the introduction. I just want to say this. I want to send out a very, very heartfelt thank you to Brian for everything that he did for the, the four other GMs that were able to, um, attend the deep sea fishing expedition that occurred on Friday and it was a blast. I appreciated everything. Thank you to him and his company for, for hosting us down there. 
Uh, had a wonderful time. I, I think all the other GMs did. It was a blast. Caught some solid fish there. Had the fish the other night, at least one of them. I'll have more on actually on uh, Thanksgiving, and it was great. So I just wanted to say thank you to Brian for, for doing that, for being the, a gracious host. It was awesome. Loved it. Wanted to mention that. Very nice. So Very nice. But, yeah, let's get into uh, rapid-fire recap, all right? All right, let's do it. It's time for the weekly rapid fire recap. All righty, GMs, welcome in to the week 11 episode of Rapid Fire Recap. We're going to look back at all the matchups that occurred in week 11. Jared, what is on your mind? Where do you want to start? I mean, this was, I mean, it was, even though the scores don't look like it, this was one that was kind of interesting to where like every matchup kind of came down to Monday night, which is kind of rare. There was a lot of things going on. Um, I know, I mean, you look at it like Rusty kind of easily beat Brian by, by 15, but they both had defenses going and, and Rusty had a running back, so anything kind of could have happened, but he pulled away there at the end and um, behind uh, a lot of catches by Keenan Allen, who's just a lot of, a catches. lot of catches, which is really good. So Rusty pulls out a win, and, and Brian's just trying to kind of hang around with you. Um, and then Brad was kind of down, I don't know, like two or three or something like that going into Monday night, and he had Godwin left. So he pulled out the win with Godwin had a um, – Good enough. 17. Yeah, he scored a touchdown. It's kind of a lot of his points came late, though, but kind of felt good about that. So Brad kind of easily took care of Michael. And then, um, then even, even, uh, John, uh, not John, but, uh, John was up. Uh, he started off slow, but then his guys and Mahomes and Cook and things like that, everybody kind of started coming through. And he had a big enough lead to where Chaz just couldn't catch him with the old man Fournette. And, yeah. and Gronk, and he just kind of – both of them kind of pulled it out. Probably the more interesting matchups was your matchup and my matchup uh, where <sighs> I had a – I was – I go into Monday night up 31. Pittman's got Robert Woods and Mike Evans left. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it, it could happen. They were kind of tough matchups for those guys. And – but man, neither of these defense wanted to play any pass day. Zero, just defense. none, and they just kept feeding Robert Woods catch, catch. Oh, Cooper Cup catch, Cooper Cup catch, Robert Woods. Fucking it's Cooper. just every player that went to Woods or Cup that didn't help none of us. Or when I no. said none of us, me or you. Um, and then, but my, <laughs> do you know? Do you, did you, did you watch the game? I I did. So I. Everybody knows this. I said I was tapping out at at halftime. No fucking way did yeah. I tap out at you halftime. Couldn't. You couldn't. The anxiety was way too high during this game. So I found myself something to do. I was trying to repair like a power wheel that we have for the kids. And I was doing some electrical work on it just so that I could have an excuse to watch the game. But I watched every second of that. And I was Every time the pass, every time Goff went back to pass and it didn't go to Cooper Cup, I said a thank you. <laughs> Which was like, 
only every barely other pass, ever right? happened. It barely happened. <laughs> I mean, he caught a lot of passes. You know he what? He might have caught like fifteen passes. So Brooks, Brooks texted earlier that day and was like, "Do I have a better chance with Brady, or do I have a better chance if I need if if I'm going to win? It's a cup is going to have to score for him to win, right? So." Do I just might as well just go ahead and double down with golf and cup? So he thought about making a last minute switch to Ooh. put in golf and drop Brady just to see if he could catch lightning with, with the two of them. Golf would have scored more, it would have made it more interesting, but he still wouldn't have caught you. But, was, but that, that game that, almost went to fucking overtime, too. But that would have even like made you even sweating it more. With if he had golf in there and had like oh, another God. twelve points or something, but uh, but but yeah. So I mean, I mean, you pulled it out. You had a, a solid. You had a what was it like the four o'clock games? Yeah, the four o'clock games. Thielen showed up I for mean, me. Thielen, Sunday night showed up for me. Thielen um, just catching everything, catching eight passes, catching 150 yards, yeah. catching two touchdowns, catching COVID. Catching COVID. <laughs> so we find out Monday that he's got Can't COVID. wait for that. Although I did see the there's some kind of like news right now that he's uh, – the, the the most recent test came back negative. So oh, it, weird. It might be weird. a false positive. It might be a false positive. Weird. So we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll stay tuned. So you never know. But uh, – but yeah, Thielen went came through. Uh, who else was it? Herbert came through. My boy. I mean, Le'Veon potential keeper there. Le'Veon Bell scored for the first time in like the two and a half years. That was the difference maker right there. It was Le'Veon Bell, and I had no choice. I mean, right? If 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 Swift's in the game and doesn't have a concussion because Matt Patricia's a fucking moron and he lets. Let's their guys hit in week eleven of the <laughs> NFL season during COVID. Um, I play Swift, and who knows what that number is? But I had no choice; I had to play him. The fact that he scores a touchdown, wow, amazing! I was happy to see that. I did not expect that at all from him, though. But 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 yeah, those were all those guys stepped up for you there kind of later and gave you that kind of a, a big cushion going into Monday night. And it was not a classic East rock fight. It was more there of a, wasn't it was a gun. One. No there rock was. fights. There was, everybody was kind of steady, kind of in their projections. And it kind of made for a, an interesting week. Um, uh, but I, I came up short. My, uh, I take the loss. I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. It's on my, it's on me guys. If everybody wants to go back and look at the Sunday morning transactions, your boy made the mistake of dropping. I went ahead and decided to roll with the uh, Chiefs defense over the Saints defense, and it cost me a win. Mm. So, but can uh, can't can't always guess right. That's what I try to. Wise man say. once told me, "Play with fire, gonna get burned." I know. So, but, but yeah, so, so, uh, so, some, a lot of, a lot of points there. Nobody under. I mean, the lowest score was Chaz with 113.86. How about That's, that right yeah. there? So, 113.86. I can't believe that I took home another yeah. high score. High score at 149. So, everybody was between the 113, 149, which was, uh, made it. That's when it's fun. That um, is fun. So, we got two weeks left, Joe. So, going to two. Do we uh, 
We, we should we should we kind of get a pulse of the league now, or I think I think with two weeks left, we need to bring it over to the pulse, kind of run through scenarios. So let's get that All started. Right, let's do it. You know what, Jared? Instead of taking it over to the pulse of the league, had uh, GM of Academic All American Eric Pittman give me a ring. He's ready to do the interview. He's on patrol. Let's take it over to our interview. Eric Pittman, GM of Academic All-American. Hope you boys enjoy it. What do you say we interview you? Uh, all right, yes, that's a uh, sometimes useful exercise. Please put your hand down. Go ahead. How much money do you make a year before taxes? Okay, I'm actually not comfortable answering that. Come on! We're doing the interview now, not you. Okay, here's a shout out of a can. Oprah, Barbara Walters, your wife. You gotta fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. I think we're done here. Thank you. All right, GMs, welcome to the interview section of the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. We're going to take an exclusive look into one of the GMs. Uh, recent addition within the last five years, I would say, but... You know, moving up the ranks in terms of the leaderboards, leaderboard, excuse me, he's currently sitting at seven and four record, 1,327.9 points. The academic All American cop, Eric Pittman. How you doing, buddy? Doing good, fellas. Doing good. I'll tell you what, those, those wins sound nice. Points, not so much. Well, uh, I'll take the points. Over here, <laughs> you want to give them away? I'll, I'll take the record. Over yeah, here. I'm, I'm feeling good about the record. Like I said, not so much about points. What? Um. So you're you're working right now, right? Yeah, yeah, working again, second what? year in a row. What? Huh? Second year in a row, we've done the interview. I've been working. Uh, well, so what's your schedule? But you've always been kind of like the night schedule, right? Yeah. So I work not uh, always, but yeah, recently. not always. But since I've been on patrol, uh, back on patrol, I'm six p.m. six a.m. Is that a demotion? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Jesus. Increase in pay. I mean, <laughs> 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. doesn't sound like a great time slot to be working. Oh, no, it's a great time slot to work as a cop. Well, it's probably you probably get more action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we get more action. But you got to deal with more idiots. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the fun part. Yeah, yeah but it's more fun action, right? I guess yeah. during the day you got to deal with like people like me like doing shit. Yeah, and like somebody – like yeah. white collar crime yeah. during the day. Somebody bumps into Jared's shots car door. Fired. Yeah. Shots fired at eleven thirty. Yeah, yeah. Somebody bumps into Jared's car door and he he throws you know he throws a fit in the Walmart park. Well, excuse me, Target parking lot. And uh, so. Pittman, did 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 when when Joe just said shots fired right there? Did did he call you when his rental property got shot up that one time? Uh, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, he did because he asked me some legal questions. <laughs> Probably did. Yeah. I think I called every cop I knew and every lawyer I knew what the hell to do. So you didn't call Six, Slip then? He didn't pass the bar he, yet. He, he didn't pass the bar yet. He could not give legal advice. He could. He could, no. he could give a, He could give illegal advice, but <laughs> not legally. He was not legally. Ha- has any other GM had their house or rental house shot up with six bullets? Raise your hand. No. Okay, nope. so it's just yeah, me. Just you, All right. just you. No, just but me, one you know. GM did shoot me out of their house with uh, 
paintball gun. Does that count? Well, I've been nailed with that too. Brad and Slip both did that to me, except they froze the damn oh, that was a paintballs great before they shot. That was a great night. Oh, wow. Bastards. Guess you had to be there. Oh, great night. Yeah. So, so what's your setup right now? Are you just cruising around? Yeah, I'm sitting in a, in a vacant parking lot uh, in my vehicle. That's Speed trap? No, I'm just sitting here hiding from away from everybody. What's the what's now, what's the best thing? Not best, but what's the what's a good story that's anything? Hold, hold, well, yeah, hold on. So last time he dropped this just crazy story about <laughs> some guy I think jerking it off in an abandoned no, parking lot. No, he, he was like he, ride, he, was he was riding his, riding his gear shift. shift. Yeah, yeah, he was riding his gear oh, shift. Oh, that's right. He's riding <laughs> He's, the gear yeah. shift. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got going on over there in Kernersville? Oh man! So what's what else has occurred since we since we last interviewed? Anything quite as crazy? I mean, that's uh, I mean that's pretty that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, like the the two craziest things that come out of my mind is when we shot a guy in April, um, and then uh, like uh, right after was that the sprite one? Was that the yeah sprite yeah, yeah yeah yeah? It's the guy. Oh, that's sprite. a good one, yeah. boys. That's a good one. And then um and then getting shot at in the uh, parking lot. By, I haven't heard um, that one, so I'd love to hear both of these. By, uh, by you sent that video though, right? I don't know what you're talking about. No, he didn't send any video. No, oh, that was another gene. Okay, I got yeah, 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 yeah. That was our buddy Paul from Paducah. True, yeah, that's Paul. right. That's right. He's in the North Far- Division. Farvra, yeah, the Farvra. Oh, we got we got some heat. I heard something there in the background. <clears throat> Oh, it's just there's it's a, a radio call. Yeah. Uh, so what? Um, so I I think you I've I've heard this this uh, shot at story. Yeah. I think it no when you shot him I've heard that. Yes. And it wasn't you. No, it, it, it was, was the, it was a guy on my the, squad, the yeah. other officer. I think that story needs to be told. Can you tell that story? Uh, I I cannot go into details just because the the case has not been is not over. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Like we'll you, say, you, well, you just you just kind of know the the outline of it, like the what was in the newspaper, the release public part. What? So we'll have okay. to save that save that for next year's. Probably, yeah. That'll be after okay. the case is over. Okay. Well, what what oh, man, what can you, what good. can you give us? What kind of story can you give? Us? So uh, shortly thereafter, all the protest, and I believe it was it was it May, when uh, a gentleman in, in Minneapolis got killed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and then it was, I think it was like right around like COVID stuff. Anyway, there was, there was a, a family having a party and we, we just kind of left it alone. We didn't really do anything. And they were loud. And I mean, you, you could hear music going like across like four or five blocks. So, cool. but we didn't really do much because nobody called and complained. So I was like, all right, you know, no problem. We'll just let it be. Well, then they go down to the store that's right down from their house and they get into a fight with somebody. So we show up, we detain one of the guys that was fighting. We ended up arresting him. The whole crowd comes from the house, probably about 30 people. They start yelling and surrounding us. So we get out our, uh, our it's called less than lethal, which is the, the paintballs with pepper spray in them. Mm. So for, uh, for crowd control. <clears throat> and, and the goal is to actually shoot those at the ground. And so then the, the powder then sprays up and hits them, right? Okay. So we were, we felt pretty good because once we got them out, they kind of started backing up and we, and then another antagonizer came in and we arrested him. And then as we were putting him in the car, 
somebody fired off, I think, like four or five rounds uh, in our direction. So, and then they took off running. Like, everybody just kind of dispersed. And we chased after one guy, but we never found him. God. So, it was like a a patrol car hit? No. Obviously, no, no officers we, no, hit. No, we, we did not find Do any Do we know damage. that he just shot, like, up in the he air? He probably did just shoot up in the air, more than likely. Um, but, like, we didn't hear any bullets, like, whizzing by or anything like that. What happens if a shot fired up in the air comes down and lands, the bullet lands in, like, some pedestrian's, like, right shoulder? Well, then, I mean, that person can be in, in trouble for uh, assault with a deadly weapon. Like two, like what if it's like hundred yards away? Oh yeah, because obviously if you're shooting straight up in the yeah, air, it's got to come down. Yeah, can go. Oh yeah, there's negligence right there. So yeah, yeah. I mean it's yeah, I mean it would be no different than uh, like it wouldn't be like a first degree murder or anything like if they got killed because there was no intent that. But you know there there are certain measure or certain uh, measures that are met for the elements of the crime. Wow, smart guy there. Smart guy. Question. Yeah. How many females try to talk their way out of a ticket? Ooh, actually, they cry more than they talk. Okay, you think yeah, it's fake cry. cry or real cry? Uh, probably like seventy thirty fake cry. Yeah, I think I think some of it is like the the married ones are are real because then they think they start thinking about like their insurance going up and stuff like that, and their husbands getting mad. The young single ones is fake just to get out of it. Yeah. That's why. That's why. That's why this league is perfect, man. I mean, you got the cop that said you write the ticket, and hey, t- call Jared, your insurance guy. He'll tell you what to do. That is right. Calls me. Yep. I hit up Post and say, Post, I got somebody over here in uh, I don't know, a random county, this town, and Boone. You got any attorneys I can give them? And Post. Yeah. I know he might be my rival now. I'm trying to like force it in there, but my man just comes through in the clutch. 37 seconds later, he's always texting me like some random name, and I just fire it off. And so, how much of a finder's fee does Post get for that? I don't know. I'm sure they got something like a bottle of Pappies or something, maybe. Well, he's he's been given a lot of finder's fees. How many (laughs) bottles does the guy need? He's been given. The guy's got just cases of Pappy (laughs) sitting in his house. You might need to look into that, Pittman. You might need to call somebody. He might. I need to call ALE. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of. I'll tell you this, Pittman. I don't have one bottle (laughs) of Pappy. (laughs) He's got like nine. Pittman, who do you think in the GMs, who do you think would be most afraid to get pulled over? You, like, see you walking up, and you're like, who would be, like, the most flustered and, like, handing over information and stuff? Oh, so I don't think any of the attorneys, because they think they're smarter than everybody, you know, they'd play it cool. Uh, Oh, man. I I would say either – Jared, either you. Yeah, I would be. I'd probably would nominate I, myself there. Yeah, because you're such a, you're such a good person. Like I think you would just you know you try I'd, to do everything the right way and and you know be straight and narrow. Yeah, I think you would just be like, hey, here, here's all this stuff. Yeah, I know I was speeding. Sorry. Yeah, you like you'd probably just be like, yeah, I was doing 25 miles an hour over. Not that I'm never doing that. <laughs> but. Like, so, Jared, yeah. do, you, do you have one of those things on your car that tracks your driving so you can get a, a, a discount? No. Oh. That's from Progressive. Oh, sorry. Okay. Well, all he of them works do for the company. He works for the company that <laughs> charges you $25 a year to be a member. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you don't, even get a, you don't even get an American Farm Bureau hat. 
man, you just you just get a Jared. Jer, you just get a phone call from Jared every year. Hey, you want to renew? <laughs> That's all you get. No, I don't. It's a text message. I don't oh, call you. At this point, it's just implied. At this it's point, a, you don't even get a half. It's a text it's message. Implied renew. I don't call you. I text you. Yeah. I have a feeling that Jared has an abundance of, of Farm Bureau hats in his house. No, that Morgan on then purpose. Re, that Morgan like somehow manipulates into selling Vistique. You know, she probably rebrands it, puts it nah, in her store. There's no way. There's no way she's selling anything that I have. It's, uh, <laughs> zero, zero. But uh, but yeah, hey, are you? Um, I assume you're CPR certified. Yes. And speaking of, you ready for this? Oh, yeah. So I check on. I go get me a cup of coffee at Starbucks, like I do every day. Okay, the people here are very nice to me. They, they give me free coffee, and uh, first call out the gate is a dead body oh. that they're, they're oh, no. that they're doing uh, CPR in progress. And it's like right down the road from me. So I get there. Fire department's already like starting to hook her up. They got her basically butt naked at this point to do chest compressions and to and to put the pads on her. And they're like, "Hey, can you help us out?" I'm like, sure, not a problem. So they're like, hey, start doing chest compressions while we get it, all this, because they're starting to hook up lines and all that stuff. And so here I am, the sec, no, the first time ever doing chest compressions on somebody was today. And it was an eerie feeling. You could actually feel and hear like bones breaking. Yeah. That's what I've heard. <sighs> yeah. yeah. It, it, was, it was very eerie. I heard, yeah, I've heard, I've heard that how, how, when I've, I've gone through it before she, and I've heard that they say, if you ever do it, that's what it's, you know, you're doing it right. If you're hearing that sound. Yeah. How, uh, it didn't turn did out she, good. It didn't turn out good. Okay. So, so okay. Uh, all right. So, so, damn. Well, follow-up question. Since yeah. you're CPR certified, <laughs> why the fuck didn't you save the goose on golf weekend? I, I am not a veterinarian. <laughs> And there is no helping a broken neck. I'm just saying, ask Christopher Reeves. There's no help in that. Jeez, just a shattered spine. I mean, you just walked up to that thing, and you're just, man, I can't look at that, man. man you know what can't help, you know what can't help that type of like, you know anything? <laughs> you know what can't help that type of injury? What's that? Duck, duck tape. <laughs> duck tape. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> Total dead. How, how long have you been waiting on that one? How long have you been sitting on that one? I just thought of it. I just thought of it. All right, all right. Three months one. later, and we're still <laughs> rattling them off. Man. Oh, man. So, Well, let's get into your team here for a tad let's, let's while we're at it. it. Um, so coming off a pretty significant victory against – uh, who did you play last? Oh, Jared. Jared, yeah, 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 big one. Pretty significant for a couple different reasons, but uh, where do you think your team is right now? I mean, currently you're sitting uh, second place in the West Division, seven and four, thirteen hundred points, tad over. Um, what do you foresee yourself? We got two games left, so do you think you can? Find a way into the playoffs. Where do you feel your squad is right? Right so, so this is how I feel about it right now. So I believe that I will make the playoffs just on the record being one of the top two teams in the, in the West. Right. And here's on my record. Reason. Yeah. On the record. Okay. Because yeah. I play Norton, the other Norton, Mike, Mike, Mike Norton. Norton this week. Right. And he's in ninth yeah. place. And then next week I've got Brian. Right. 
I feel very confident in both of those games. So you feel you feel, okay. I feel like I'm gonna win out. I'm gonna collect my hundred dollars from Pizel and my fifth of Woodford Reserve. I'm gonna make the playoffs, and you never know what's gonna happen once you get there. Would you rather miss the playoffs but win the bet with Pizel, or I was gonna say make the playoffs and not win the bet, but I don't think that's possible. Never mind. <laughs> Well, all right. So let's say the scenario is there. I would much rather, I'd much rather lose the playoffs and win the bet because at least I now go, I go home with money. What a pussy! Go for glory. Come on, go for that championship glory. I'm a realist, man. I, I know my team's man. not the best. I don't score a lot of points. I just catch people on their off days. Okay. So if you guys each win, you and Brad, this next week. So Brad's got slip. Yeah. Potential victory. Correct. Uh, you have Mike potential victory. All Pittman has to do is win one more to win the bet against yeah, Brad. He's going to win one more. I'm, I'm one game. The, the magic number is one. That's true because ties. Then tie goes tie goes my favorite. Yep. Okay. Wow. Because that yeah that last week week thirteen you're looking at Brian versus versus Pittman and then you're looking at slit or excuse me. John versus Brad. It's tough. That would be a oh, tough, that'll tough. be a good one. It's gonna come that'll down. It's gonna come down to it. Who's uh, who's your favorite player on your team? Oh, Antonio Gibson. Oh, my man, Antonio motherfucking Gibson. DJ Moore is a close second right now. I will say that he's he's been he's been producing for me the last couple weeks. The last four weeks, DJ Moore's been double digits plus. Uh not DJ Moore, excuse me, Antonio Gibson, doing really good, 18, 11, 20, and 16. He's got Dallas this weekend, so uh, divisional uh, matchup there. He's probably going to score a decent amount of points there, I would guess, especially with uh, Alex behind uh, the center. He's a good player, man. You are giving me shit on draft night. Nobody knew who he was, but boom, there you go. You're welcome. I'll take him as my keeper, not going to lie. Hey, I turned him into Devonta. I'm okay with that. What was the uh, what was the round he was kept? The at last one picked up at sixteen. Oh, wow, that a boy. Yeah, y'all thought. Yeah. But I'll, I'll I'll chase it for this year to to see what happens. Um, any any picks or trades that you regretted? All right. So oh, I, obviously, I <laughs> obviously, everybody's going to say I should regret the Devonte trade, right? So I did a little bit of research. Oh, and when when I needed, when I had Devontae, I needed another running back that was going to play all the time and wasn't share the load. So I knew that I was going to potentially take a hit, but I was thinking if I can get two starters, a, a, a top tier receiver right, or top, I'd say he's, I'd say Allen Robinson's tier two, but he's, he, he's number one on his team. And then Antonio Gibson's the number one option on his, on, as a running back. I was like, those two will at least offset Devontae, right? So I go back and I look and I compare since the day that I traded them. I am actually plus 6.7 on that trade. Granted, it's two players versus one, but I'm still plus 6.7 points. So it just worked out for both of us, Joey. People, yeah, that's a that's what we call a good trade. <laughs> well, see, and that's the thing about it. Just, and this is me kind of getting on my soapbox a little bit with trades. It's just we're in a league where there's unless somebody has like five stud wide receivers and zero running backs, kind of like your like Joe, kind of like your team this year, right? 
And then yeah. another team has five stud running backs and no wide receivers. Then y'all are just like, hey, let's just trade one or two of these pieces and go from there. It doesn't work that way. You kind of have – there's, like, risk involved. And so Pittman was risking that, like, maybe Devontae doesn't come back healthy. And I thought he was going to be like Michael Thomas. And so that's that. And for me, I'm taking the risk that he's going to come back soon. So I don't know. It kind of that's 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 kind of how it that's how it pans out sometimes. Um, Do you remember the very first I offered after week one? You you sent you wanted Zach Ertz for who was it? I can't, I can't remember. remember. I remember saying something about Zach Ertz, and then I I reneged on it or something. But then I offered. I countered with Kareem Hunt for Zach Ertz, and you said, yes, and you, said yes. and you said no. <laughs> yeah. And then week two, you came back and said, "Is the trade still on the office? Still on the table?" And I was like, uh, "No." <laughs> it's funny, man. It's funny how some when trades don't go through or aren't accepted, or you don't accept them. When I say you, I mean generally speaking. Yeah, it's fun. Those are more fun to look back on than the ones that actually do happen. Um, and I kind, I kind of regret not trading uh, Jonathan Taylor for Geo and Miles Sanders. Was it Miles Sanders? Yeah, that was another one. Yeah, it was Geo and Miles. But for... so, so I also looked into that one. All right, does anybody want to know what what plus or minus I am with that juju for Jonathan Taylor trade? Um. He's played well. I mean, Juju, what is it, two weeks now? He's done okay. Two or three weeks. It's two weeks, right? Yeah, I've had him for I'd two say weeks. You're for, I'd say you're like plus 10 on that. All right. So, officially on the scoreboard, plus, like points for my team and points for Jared's team. I haven't played him. I'm actually I'm, – I'm, I'm 22.1 points ahead on that one, right? But if we want to talk about just overall, I'm, I'm plus four with Juju versus Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. So I haven't played him. I'm playing him this week. We'll see what happens. Did you see how Juju twisted his ankle? Yeah, that's why he's on my bench this week. <laughs> Did you see how it happened? A flag. He stepped on it. Like, he stepped on it. An official threw a flag right in front of him as he was walking, and he stepped on it and twisted his ankle. <laughs> it's not a banana. It's a flag. But it has like a little ball, the way they throw it. It has like a little round yeah. area. So he's that's on it. what twisted his ankle. He, he threw it, it landed like right in front of him, and he just didn't see it. And he stepped on it and just kind of rolled his ankle. Oh I think he's God. fine. I think, I mean, when it happened, they were already winning by a lot. So they were just, they kind of ended up sitting everybody. But, but yeah, it was a, we had a fun, it was a fun, fun week for us uh, between you and I, Pittman. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I thought I was going to take the L after I, uh, coming into Monday night. I did, too. I knew it was a long shot, but I knew those <laughs> those guys did have a shot. Did you see the Mike Evans touchdown I was telling you about? Yes, I yeah, saw the highlights. He, he beasted yeah. that one. <laughs> that, yeah. uh, he beasted that one. Yeah. one was dynamite. On that trade, I'm plus 22.2. So, I'm plus on all my trades, so Chaz can suck it. Oh, there damn. you go. Damn. Like um, who uh, – what four GMs are missing the playoffs? Oh, oh, oh just gonna say what, what, excuse me. What what three other GMs are missing the playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have uh, of course slips missing it. All right. And I actually believe that that uh Pizel's gonna miss it. 
Okay. And uh, let's see here. Hold on, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Joe, I think you're actually going to make it just by finishing number two in, in what we should actually rename it the NFC East because everybody's <laughs> terrible. Um, but in the East Division, I think you'll make it just being in the top two of that of that one because I think everybody else on there is going to lose out. And uh, just and for the Norton's, record, I do Norton's have a better divisional record than <clears throat> anyone outside of Chaz and John, which is which is clutch. Well, we need to revisit that next draft. I hate. I don't hate that being the tiebreaker. Then why have divisions? Just to keep. True. I mean, I get that. So I can't. I just. I just, from a standpoint of, <clears throat> I don't know, for the, like the, going into the last two weeks just for drama purposes. I mean, you guys are all pretty neck and neck, but the fact that you already have the division. <laughs> so are y'all. Right, but. Which, yeah, makes it more like just total points wise. If it was based off that, you and Brian are still so close that that could still matter going into week 13. To whereas if the having the division record trump already. Well, here here's the thing you still got to win games. Oh, I know. So, I mean, Brian, you know, if John loses two and Brian wins two and I win two, then John's out. Wow. John's not out. That would suck. He's not out. He, he would make it on John's points. the only one who's clinched. <coughs> Has he clinched? Because yeah. he's got the division record over Brian. The only way Brian can catch him is if John loses out. I mean, we already talked about all this earlier. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wink, 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 wink. Yeah. So, but – uh uh, you got so what? What? Who's uh, who's going to hold you back, Pittman? What's the what's the position or player that's going to hold you back? On my yeah. team, it is the inconsistency of um, guessing wrong. Robert Woods. guessing wrong at tight end each week. No, I'm sticking with Hunter Henry. I'm sticking <laughs> with him. It's it's the inconsistency between Woods and Robinson. That that's what'll get me. Well, Nick Foles. Yeah, there. No, I was going to say Robinson's. Robinson's yeah, the Bears Robinson's quarterbacks are yeah, prop. Robinson's a legit receiver. He just never has a quarterback. And I think you might be having Mitts thrown to him uh, this next week. So, but I think Mitch gets scared and he's like, "Fuck it, I'll just throw it to Allen Robinson." Oh, hundred percent. But that's what you want. So yeah, so that'll be we'll we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Um. If you could switch rosters with any anybody else, who would it be? It, believe it or not, it would be your team, Jared. Hmm. Yep. Because you score a lot of points, you just run into people who score a lot of points too. Yeah, I appreciate the, the potential for your team to have, like with Devonte. Um, you know, God, why'd I trade him? Stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you said you're yeah. up in points there. I am. I am, but it's two players. But anyway, so Josh Allen, is a, he's a fantasy stud. Devontae's a stud. Ridley has the potential to be a stud. And then uh, Edwards Hilaire and Hunt could at any moment. So You forgot about Miles. He's a, he's he's a consistent. stud that's in a terrible offense. But I appreciate it. We'll, yeah. we'll stop talking about me. This interview is about you. <laughs> well, actually, I have a question for you. So, for both of you. So, 
prior to Monday night, I was sitting there thinking like, man, I wish I'd have picked up the Panthers defense. I'd have felt a lot better because they shut out the Lions. But nobody ever would predict that. But I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, how much money would I give if we had a chance to sit there and say, hey, you know what? I don't want to pick this team. Here's my whatever money we decide on, and I'm going to take the points from, you know, option B and put it and assess it to this week. Like how retroactive? Much, yeah. How much money would you be willing to pay to basically guarantee your win? Oh, that would never pass. <laughs> it wouldn't pass, but I'm just asking you, how much money? Would you be like, you know what? $100 or $50. Are we talking fab or are we talking like actual vendors? No, actual cash. Oh yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was talking. I, I was talking about this earlier during our recap. Did you uh, did you see by chance the did you Sunday morning prior to the games kicking off, like the transactions that happened? I saw some of them. Yeah. So I was waffling between my defenses, and I decided kind of last minute since Lattimore was out and Ridley was playing to sit the Saints defense and trading them out for the Chiefs. 20, 20 <laughs> point difference. <laughs> Ouch. Ca- calls the loss Ouch. right there. So, yeah, I don't know how much money would I pay back to be able to make that decision over again and not do anything. I don't know. And let's say that let's let's say that the money that you pay to put into it goes into the winner's pool. Ooh. Ooh, now I like it. Now, now it's interesting. Now it's good. Ooh. That would be interesting. I think you'd have to limit it to like kickers and defense, so Yeah, I mean you could. But how would it have to be like on your roster? No. But see that here's the other thing. You're just paying for victories but, too. But, yeah, but yeah. here's the thing is do you do it from a situation to where you can, you only get it yeah, once a year. I was gonna say you, you only, only get you it can once only a do year. it one time a year. One time a year. <laughs> Man, think about that. Like you're going into like you going you watch you you watch like the game Monday night. Like last night, for example. I end up winning, right? And all of a sudden I see Tuesday an L by, by my name because Slip decided to switch out like defense or some player <laughs> for like fifty five dollars. <laughs> and I wake up and I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me right now? And they tell and they but and you don't know. They just have to we have to text no. John without anybody knowing. And then he goes in and he like changes it on his own. And you're like no. feeling good and you go in to like do like uh uh free agent pickup priority setting and you're like, wait a second, my record changed. Yeah, that yeah. would sting. Uh, no, man, that's a good. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. <clears throat> mm. And how it much? Would, and how much would, would Slip pay to not wear the brocade? I think he'd pay hundred bucks easy. Easy, easy. Here's the thing, y'all. Something we should consider is actual fab dollars being dollars. So you put your buy in, and then everyone throws in a hundred bucks, and it's kept track. Right, because you can just keep track, but it's like sitting in a hopper. And then, at the end of the year, if you got money left in your 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 uh, fab money, that gets sent back to you. And then the winnings, it, the, all that money that was utilized, gets sent towards the main pot for the winner. 
that would be pretty sweet deal. Yeah. That would yeah. I could get behind that. If we did that though, I would want to add in more more like features of getting paid out. Right. So like I was texting John earlier about something because I can't remember. He was asking me about what the um so division records comes in as a tiebreaker within the divisions for the top two spots, but the division record has no bearing on who's the overall league winner for the season, right? So that's overall record. And uh-huh. so I was like, what do we have? And I asked him if we had anything in place for rewarding most points scored during the season, and we don't. We have a punishment for the, some, somebody who scored the least amount of points, and they have to pay for half the meal. But we don't have any yeah. reward for whoever scores the most points. So, like what you're saying, if we're putting more money in the pot, we can start divvying out in, like, different things as well. I don't know. I kind of like it. Hmm. Bring it up. Interesting. Make, make a note and bring it up in eight months. <laughs> <laughs> when everybody's yeah, hammered. Exactly. So, but hi, Pitt. Well, let's, I think we need to get you on the hot seat right now. Let's go. Um, I got a few written down. Jared, I'm not sure if you do. So I got some. I'm going to go. All right. You got a few. Good. All right. So here we go. Uh, Glock or Springfield? Glock. Today's November 24th. Who is your keeper? Antonio Gibson. Yeah, it's it's motherfucking Gibson. Put some respect on his name. That's right. (laughs) Give him some respect. Nine millimeter or 40 millimeter? 45. Oh, snap. He only gets five with those six, maybe. What did Devontae Adams do to you? He injured his groin. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Would you rather be pepper sprayed or tasered? Tased. A hundred, a hundred times out of a hundred. What? Yes. A hundred out I've of I've been 100. tased once by you for like a nanosecond, and I would never do it again. Yeah, you've Ever. never been pepper sprayed either for 45 minutes. So, Follow-up question. Nah. Would you rather get tased or finish last in the NCFFL? Get tased. Would you rather get pepper sprayed or finish last in the NCFFL? Ooh. Does that, in- <laughs> does that include brocchini? Uh, no. You no. have to be pepper sprayed with the brocchini. You know, <laughs> you can't do both. I'd, you actually, do I'd, rather both. Fi- I'd rather finish last and have to wear the brocchini than wow. get pepper sprayed. Wow. There you go, Joe. There's wow, that says a lot right there. That says a lot. Uh. Let's see. Would you rather have throughout your your life more dogs okay. or more kids? Dogs. God, I'd hope so. Uh, January second, two thousand and fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> while while watching a Dateline, you tweeted. <laughs> <laughs> Quote. He played along with them so he could apprehend them, unquote. And then you said, that's the reason why you hate attorneys. They always be lying. Hashtag Dateline. 
What? Can you explain? I think you're lying. I don't know anything about this. Go back and look it up. I was hacked. Go back and look it up. It was hacked. My account Go was back hacked. And look it up. That's what it is. So no explanation. I don't. They do. They do lie. <laughs> but I don't know what the hell that was. I really go don't. back and look. <laughs> Did I really say they always be lying? They always be lying. And you spell oh. <laughs> FYI, you spelled lying wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that. You sure? I don't know. I don't know. I I do not recall. You are Brack Pack fifteen, correct? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Got him. Got him, uh, Jared. In your in your in your your tweet searching. Damn it! I'm deleting my account. Uh favorite car that you've owned. Oh, favorite car? God, I've had a bunch. I, I only um, know of like one, the probe. That was probably top three, the probe <laughs> was. Uh, actually, my favorite car was my very first car, which was a 1983 Honda Prelude. Oh, that I wrapped around a telephone pole three days after I had my license. Jeez. I've hit one of those before. Damn. Yeah. That was probably my favorite uh. car. Man, who do you find more attractive, Brian or Chaz? Brian. We'll leave it at that. Is it big? Is it the Rascal Flats thing that he's got going uh, on? Yeah, definitely, without a okay. doubt. Um, would you rather do shots of whiskey or shots of tequila? Whiskey. Would you rather the Panthers win the Super Bowl or App State beat Alabama? (laughs) Wow. Uh, Panthers win the Super Bowl. My man. Um, I'm all out. I'm all out. I survived. You survived. You survived the hot seat. So don't listen. I yeah. think if there was anything we learned from this interview, don't get pepper sprayed. That is true. It, don't do it. It's and don't worst. sit. Like I don't. I Are don't there even like carry degrees it. Degrees of pepper spray? No, no. Just, well, there, there's there's civilian. Like we there there is a civilian. Like that's a little less. They put a little less into it. Like the the amount of OC in it. Um, is it like cracked pepper? Versus like there's some of that in it, but like it's coarse, it's kind of, coarse and fine. Not, some Himalayan salt. There's, mixed in. <laughs> yeah, there's actually a cayenne pepper Ooh, that's in it. Ginger. Yeah, there's actually cayenne pepper that's in it. But, um I don't even carry it because I don't even want like the 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 residue splash of it. Coming, yeah, coming back on me. Mm. Oh man, I just I just rather fight somebody than get pepper, than pepper spray. That's got me interested now. I mean, I can. I will do it if you want to. But, oh, no, no. Because what's the recovery time on that? Thirty to forty-five minutes. Okay. I don't know. That's, I might have to be real drunk for that. That's one. less than that time that I, you it, survived. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you right now, it is the worst pain is, that I've ever felt. Oh, I and like. I remember one last question I want to ask you because. Oh yeah. Can you outdrive Chaz? Oh, 100%. Boom. 100%. $50 say? 
a hundred dollars say whoa Ooh, he's about next he's, year he's about to uh take that hundred dollar content he's take, business he's taking the hundred dollar win from brad and just parlaying it over to chad double down <laughs> i like it Parlay. i mean if we're you know especially since we talked about all these athletes or non-athletes we have in, in the uh in the fantasy league I, I just i don't see it i don't see how he can i just don't see it i don't see how he can outdrive a lot of people. He, well, I he guess since we're on me. that topic, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and give in to being outdriven by me. Well, Jared, are you facing forward or are you facing <laughs> left? Because if you're facing left, he could outdrive you. But if you're facing forward and you hit one straight, who knows? I mean, are we just doing distance or has it got to be straight? <laughs> yeah, does it have to be in the fairway? Total distance. <laughs> we get like the tracer on it and it just calculates total like distance. Like how long it's in the air and then left to right. <laughs> Just airtime, or are we saying like from? So I don't know. So Pittman, before we leave, we'll leave you a one last question that you have to answer. All right, because this topic has come up numerous times amongst the GMs. <laughs> so, in your opinion, who is the best athlete of the group, and who is the worst athlete of the GM? Who's the? Let me let me rephrase the question. Who's okay. who's okay. the worst? athlete and who's the second best because i already know you're going to claim that yourself is the best he can't do that that's you, not even remotely you, true you can do that how is it not true <laughs> you did well that, that's because Joe. it's true for me <laughs> so so post is definitely the worst athlete and I, I am without a doubt the best athlete because if we talk about athletic like being ath- athletic it is how easily do you pick up a, a sport without having to practice it or prepare for it. Okay. All right. So what I'm saying is if I have never played or if I, if I played golf three times out of the year and I go out there and I hang with somebody that plays it every other weekend, I'm more athletic than they are. If I pick up a basketball and I'm able to, to, to play better than somebody who is terrible, then I'm, I'm more athletic than they are. So, so that's how I look at athletic ability. I don't look at like natural born speed because that that has nothing to do with. Thank it. you. What about what about endurance? No. Yeah, that's just something you accumulate. That's right. That, that can I come in. So. Endurance can come in handy as you're out on the court or field or something like that when you're playing and competing. Yeah. Well, you take somebody who runs cross country. Are they necessarily athletic? But they can run forever. No, they're not. I mean, I could, if I committed a crime, I have <laughs> I would put a thousand dollars on the line that I could outrun you in speed and distance. That may be true. That doesn't make no you more maybe, athletic than me. There's no maybe about it. Yeah, I could probably dribble a basketball and outrun you at the same time. Ooh, that's a lie. That's not a lie. If I don't have to dribble, I'm keeping up with you. I might could juggle three balls, <laughs> run, and still out, still beat you. Joe, you couldn't move out of the way of a baseball 60 feet away from you. How are you going to do all that stuff? It was coming in hot and low, Pitt. <laughs> and I wasn't hence, even expecting it. Hence my superior athletic ability, I'm just going to say. Yeah, accuracy is not on the uh, the menu of athleticism. And I know everybody says, you know, a lot of people are saying Pazell's probably the most athletic. And here's the reason why he's not. Because low center of gravity? Well, he can't play basketball. Have you seen him play basketball? He looks like 
he, he looks like a retard out there. I don't think like, I've ever even seen him pick up a basketball. It's it's awful, right? He is he is good at golf. However, he plays three days a week. Okay, he gets a lot of practice. Have you seen him field a baseball? I've seen his fielding percentage. I, I've seen him try to. I haven't seen him field one. I guess when he does field it, he don't know where it's going when he throws it. So it's not very athletic, right? I just, I mean, I don't know. I agree with so, you. There. He's quick. Doesn't mean he's super. So athletic. who's number two? Number two. Mm, I don't. I, you know, I want to say it'd be Mike Norton just because he played football at. At Carolina, but I did a little research. And the really fine play, play. yeah, that's what he I was going to say. A whole lot. I mean, like I said, he he he's the reason why. I mean, he's the academic All American. They have him on the team just to boost. Dang, the shots fired. He won't hear it though. You know, I mean, he won't. No, nah, he it. won't hear it. I'm, I'm waiting for after the season. He'll come back at me. Um, but you know, that's why he was on that team. So I would actually say. I don't know anything about Rusty. I've never seen Rusty play. So it's going to be between Verdenic, Joe, and Jared, I think. Between y'all three. And I think I, I think Joe actually gets the oh, upper hand. I'm, I'm going to give Joe the upper come hand. Come on. He played – he attempted to play multiple sports in baseball. When I say attempted, he attempted to pitch. He was decent at hitting, I guess. I didn't ever watch him, but did you just look line. at the stats? <laughs> I looked at his stat line. It was decent. It wasn't great. It was one but, year. Uh, yeah, no, and, and, and seeing, that's when you should be at your best. And I took a year off. You should have been at your best because nobody knew how to pitch to you. Just stop. If you think they, other teams they didn't have anything knew on how you. to pit, pitch to Eric Pittman, you're lying. They're like, oh, if they this is another App State catcher, we're just going to throw fastballs, and they're going to miss. Uh, my stats say differently because <laughs> I did not all miss I, a lot. All I I'm know just is I got the video of you, like, st- always stepping out in front of home plate going, play ball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you should have played uh, Jonathan Taylor. You'd have beat me. I'm just saying. Uh, oh. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, you'd have won by point three points if you took out Miles Sanders. Okay, Miles Sanders. okay, yeah, that would have made sense. I mean, you'd I, mean won, I know I would have won, anyway. but you know what? I, you know how else I would have won if I'd have stuck with the fucking Saints defense. Yeah, but yeah, I would say Joe would probably be second athletic due to his bike, his bicycling abilities, and uh, well, the, and the fact that he did play two two positions or two. Which I played two positions. I played first base and catcher, but whatever. Well, all right. Well, I'm well, ending this interview since you didn't pick me. So, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate it, Pitt. Thanks for jumping on the podcast with us, doing this interview. No problem, fellas. We got a few games left. Hopefully, we can see in the playoffs. I don't know if I'll be a part of that conversation, but looks like you're well on your way. Seven four record. Couple games don't outstanding. Uh, but looks like your trades have paid off. And, uh, again, thank you very much for coming on. Hope, uh, stay safe out there tonight. Hopefully nothing crazy happens, but if it does, get it on video and send it to us. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about, but I will. Allegedly send it to us. Yes. All right, I appreciate it, fellas. Y'all have a Later. good night, all right? Always Later. fun. Later.
let's check in on the Pulse of the League. Alrighty, GMs, welcome in to the Pulse of the League Week 12 edition. Jared and I are going to run through kind of some of the scenarios that are going down the last two weeks of the season, who might make it into the playoffs, who might get kicked out of the playoffs, even more important. Uh, unfortunately for Slip, you could sit this one out and maybe even fast forward through the pod because you will not be a part of it. Yeah, it's – I mean, unless he scores about 500 points here in the next two weeks. He, that's, his team is progressing. He's, he's doing – they're hitting the stride at the wrong – they're all playing for next year for him. So next year's <laughs> draft, they're trying to like play for either his keeper spot or being drafted next year. So we know we know Brooks is not going to make it. He is even though not mathematically eliminated. I guess. I mean, I guess we can mathematically eliminate him with him being. I think he's mathematically points. eliminated. <laughs> yeah, he's well, three hundred points back six, from the wild card. Right. So he's three hundred points back from the wild card yeah. from uh, two hundred. 300. 300. Who's it? Sixth play. So they, you can't look at the seeds there because they don't, they're, they're not okay. factoring in the fifth and sixth off the total points. Mm-hmm. So Rusty being out with 1464, about 300 points more than Brooks, is I got pretty much eliminating him. But congrats to Johnny. He's officially made the playoffs. Now we know this for sure. We know this for sure. I don't see like a asterisk next to There's his name not, that says I don't know says check mark he's in. See, I think I don't see that. I think, and I might be wrong, but I don't know. I think Yahoo might be using either points. I can't remember how they do the tiebreaker or what, or how they just do it off wins losses. But with Brian being two games back with two games to go. And John having a better division record with no more division games, then there's mm-hmm. no way Brian can jump John. So yeah, okay. So John could definitely fall to the second seed. You could, in the East, you could jump, and him. I could take him in the first if I win out. Here. You have potential, to, and he has to lose out, and you have to score more more than eighty point. Yeah. Yeah, but more yeah, more than about eighty points in him over the next two weeks. But it, regardless, John's in yeah. the playoffs. John's He's in. the only team in the playoffs right now. Okay. Then we have in the East, we got that battle for the elusive second seed between Brian and Joe, tied at five and six. Joe's got the tiebreaker. Michael's a game back after, so we never know what's going to happen. But some some tough matchups coming up. We'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. Um, Michael could sneak back in there. Don't count him out yet. He's got he's got Pittman this week. A tough matchup, but if he does pull it out, looking into Week Twelve, then Pit then then Mike's got um, you. So dude, I don't know. That's kind of like a matchup that I have going on. I got Chaz and then Rusty. Mike's got Pittman and then you. So that's, We're playing that's, the cross-division game, so all you guys are starting to play the juggernauts now. Yeah. So, so we'll see who can, who can take off somebody. But it's, uh, it's going to be a chase. We'll see. But I, I do know that if you win 
and Brian loses this week. Yeah. If you win and Brian loses, then you've made the playoffs. But what happens if I lose and Brian wins the next week? Then I get it because of the divisional record. Correct. 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 Okay. So you I got to make clarification for So everybody. you have the tiebreaker with division record over Brian and Mike. So I need to win one of the next two games to get it. Uh, no. So, I mean, if you win one and Brian wins two, then he. True. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, but if you win me. this week and Brian loses, then the East is set. Gotcha. Okay. Now we get to the, the, the gauntlet in the West where we have all five teams over 500 compared to the East where <laughs> four, of the, four of the five teams are either two game or a game or two below 500. This, I mean, is that – do you just think like when you look at the West versus the East – are you automatically thinking that these GMs just can't like, is this a drafting issue? Is this a, is this a waiver wire issue or is this just, they're just really competitive. And unfortunately they just, you know, they're losing a little bit more than they're winning. I think it's uh guessing right. And, getting lucky. I mean, a lot of it's, I mean, being good, but then it's also just like just dodging injuries and kind of having some luck be a part of it. You know, I mean, it's just as one, far as the West or the East, the West, I mean, a little bit of both. I mean, I mean, Brooks lost everybody. I mean, his, his he just got riddled with decimated, injury. just riddled with injury. And he's just getting being slaughtered again. <laughs> so we're just kicking my man while he's down. And so it's just that's just tough. Um, so I don't know. I think it's just kind of one of those things that just kind of makes it makes it fun. Um, but nothing nothing's set in the West. I mean, nothing's nothing's clinched. Nothing's nothing's good. Um, I think if Chaz only has to win one more, if Chaz win, wins one more of these next weeks, and he's in either in the top spot or the second spot. I'm feeling okay right now just based off of points as I am at least about 90 points, about 90 points ahead of Brad from that wild card spot. Well, don't you think that if Chaz loses out that he could get in on points too? Yes. I mean, the, the two wild card spots are going to come from the West. Yeah. So it's just a matter. Really, the, the, really the West comes down to if Pittman. Who's out? If the, if the West is going to come down to if Pittman can win enough to stay in the top two. Because if he. Yeah, if, because it's, it's going to come down. Like, the, unfortunately, the West is going to have four people in the playoffs. Yeah, without a doubt. But so sad. it's going to come down to if Pittman makes it on record, even though scoring the fewest amount of points in that division. <laughs> that would suck for so, whoever's in. So he's about. So I'm leading the West at 1480, 1485. 
and then Brad and then Pittman's at thirteen twenty seven. Okay, but Brad is so I'm about ninety ahead of Brad, and Brad is about seventy sixty five ahead yeah. of Pittman, and so me me Pittman and and Rusty are all kind of hoping somebody jumps. Pittman to knock him out of that top two. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes, boys. We'll we'll come back and see what happens next week. Um, but- Who? All right, here I've got a question for you. Looking at it now, and there's no there's no answer to this because you guys are a game separated. Um, and in terms of. Divisional does look like Chaz has everybody. Um, he's got a six and two divisional record. Yeah. It's pretty stout. Those two losses outside though, of that to your boy, both to you, both to me. <laughs> and then Eric and you, or uh, Pittman and you, have four and four record. So that that'll come down. So of who doesn't make the playoffs, if you had to guess. Right now, out of the West, because four people are coming out of that division, unless unless something crazy happens with points the next two weeks out of us in the East. I think it's going to be Brad. Because he doesn't win or because of points? I think because of points. I think Pittman is going to – I mean, because Brad's got slipped. He's got slipped this week. And then looking into week 13, um, he's got Johnny. And it's not so much about what he's got going. It's more about Pittman's got Michael and Brian. And so it comes down to can Pittman win those two? Even if he goes one and one and Brad goes one and one, then Pittman's going to have him on the division record. Or – so all Pittman really needs to do is win one because he's got Brad and Rusty on division record. So I think, I think Pittman's going to be in because he always got to do is win one. Man, Rusty's got John. Now, not an easy task for this week. Yeah. And then you go into week 13 and Rusty's got me. Rival week. (laughs) (laughs) The The one that I hope comes down to is I hope somehow it would be so great if like, and this is like just if the West somehow this week, like if, if, let me see if what it looks like. So if, if I, if I, if I beat Brian, Rusty beats John. Brad beats Brooks. Michael beats Pittman. And you beat Chaz. Jesus. If if those happen, all five of us will be seven and five going into the final week. <laughs> How awesome. The- Who's... Where are we getting together to watch that? That one? would be great. Where if, are we getting together to watch and the, that? And those things, they're not, I mean, I wouldn't be, 
I honestly, the only surprise is crazy to say. The only one of those scenarios, if I beat Brian, Rusty beats John, Brad beats Brooks, Pittman beats Michael, and you beat Chaz. The only game where I feel like it's the craziest to say that about is Pittman and Michael. <laughs> I don't know. Mike can throw up some points. I mean, you know, every once in a while. Not really. And don't and and Chaz can throw up ninety. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's man, that would be great. But I mean, if that so, how great that would be for the West. The East would be done. Like it would be set. Yeah. So I don't know. There's a lot of different things that can come out. So we'll see what happens. We'll see how it shakes out. Can't God, wait. it seems like can't wait. every year. Every, every year. year it comes down to week 13. Every year it does. Since we implemented this uh, extra. And because we just said it? that, it's flex play. Because we just said that, it's probably not this year. <laughs> probably <laughs> Something's going to happen. Something, something will always happen. Something will happen. Something. Like Pittman will win this week. Brad will have you'll win, I'll win, and Brad will have a bad. So if the other scenario is if Pittman wins, you win, I win, and me and Rusty just kind of beat Brad pretty easily, then it's kind of already it's all kind of a wash. It's all what about of, this? You didn't even think about this scenario. What if Mike loses out and Slip wins out? Mike could end up with the romper. Yeah, but, well, maybe. I mean, he could. I mean, it's 80 80 points. Brooks has to catch and make up 80 points. Yeah, but if he's winning games and Mike's losing, possibility. Yeah, yeah. so we'll, we'll see. Maybe, maybe. Is that what the tiebreaker is on romper? comes down to points i think so i would imagine the romper should be the same as the the like the regular season league winner where it should be based off record and if record is tied then it should be based off points here's what i'm rooting for i'm rooting for a slip win against brad i'm rooting for a mike loss against Pittman. And slip within like twenty five points of that last seat that last week. I'd, that would be awesome. I'd love it. It would be great to have a a little. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. There's we're still it's, there's still a lot of excitement, boys. Still a lot of excitement. <laughs> Pay attention. Alrighty, boys. That'll do it for. The Pulse of the League, Week 12 edition. Let's move on, Jared. I think it's time to make it over to the Week 12 matchups. Let's do it. Week 12 matchups. Here we go. Alrighty, boys, welcome in to the Week 12 edition Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast where we look into the Week 12 matchups. Only two games left, Jared. We're going to get things started. Let's look at 
let's start with me, me and Chaz. We got a seven and four squad versus a five and six squad. Chaz is projected at a 131.91. I'm sitting currently at a 121.56. A lot of implications in this matchup. Who you got? Oh, man. A lot happening here. A lot of question yeah, marks. A lot yeah. of, I mean, is Carson going to play Monday night? I mean, Wayne Gallman going to play. Thielen. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I mean, he's got a zero spot. Here's the thing. With Thielen, all right, the last two games, just F, no, FYI, 18 and 28. That consistency is not going to stand still. Right. There's no chance he's scoring 20 points this go-around. So even if he does play, I'm expecting like a seven or eight spot. Yeah, but Panthers secondary can be kind of kind of tough. You got him at home. I mean, is Swift playing? Has he been cleared yet? That's the other thing, too, that I'm worried about. Man. We got DeAndre Swift on an early week Thursday. Detroit and Cowboys always play. Detroit playing on Thursday versus Houston. It's questionable right now. Thank you, Matt Patricia. Dumb fucking coach. He'll be fired next year. Man. Um, (laughs) So that's the other thing. That's the other thing. I don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, I always talk about my typical luck. This is it right here. I mean, if if Thielen remains out and Swift is still out due to that concussion, that's my typical luck here. So, man, y'all got a lot going on on Thursday. He's got four players going. He's on got Thursday. Watson. He's got Watson. Johnson. Deontay. Deontay. Did I get that you got right. It right. Got it right. Deontay. Deontay Johnson. He's got who else has he got? Kicker. Going? Prater and Pittsburgh. And then you got Houston defense. Houston D for right now. Yeah, for right know. now. That may That's or may true. not change. Oh, yeah, I didn't, we didn't, we didn't. Yeah, this is a little bit tougher on a Tuesday night. We don't know what waivers have gone through, so we're just kind of guessing. Yeah. I think, I think if DeAndre Swift plays, you win. And if he – So here, here's the predicament that I'm in, right? I want to play – and I'd love your thought process on this. So I want to play Houston's defense because I don't know if Stafford's going to play or not. And if he's not playing, I definitely want to play Houston's defense. But then I have freaking D- D- um, Swift. Yeah, see, this so is this is the – That's what I don't understand. Like, This is what I ran into. Are you into. better off at going with a different defense or playing against your running back? This is That's yeah. See, get. this is what I ran into when I made my poor decision on Sunday and why I lost. I had Calvin Ridley back from an injury, Falcons off a bye, going against the Saints, and I was like, "Well, I mean, maybe they've been able to script up and they've had ten days to prepare." Lattimore's out. I'm gonna sense. I'm gonna sit the sit the Saints defense. I mean, and it's just no fun when your guy scores a touchdown against your defense, and it's just that's, a watch. That's my point. It's just I hate yeah. that. There's, and so that's why I pulled the Saints. So I don't know. I don't know if I – and I don't even know if Houston defense is that good. I would just want something to be finalized. So, like, they tell me Swift's out, and then I can make a – I can keep yeah. Houston in, or they tell me Swift's playing, and then I'll just bounce yeah. Houston. I still so think – We don't know there. I'm going to say I think you win if Swift plays. 
Oh, okay. Who do you think? I don't know if I got enough fire. <laughs> I just don't know if I got enough firepower here. I mean, I, Fuller, I think, is going to have a good game because he hasn't had a good game the last few times. New England always seems to stop the big players for Arizona, and that's going to be Hopkins. So I think, like, Kirk, some of the other guys are going to have bigger games than Hopkins. Gordon's fucking hit or miss. Who knows with that fucking guy. Waller, I think, against Atlanta will be fine because that's inside. He'll score somewhere. And then Metcalf's a fucking wild card, too. The guy's either four points or 24 points. Well, sometimes that's what you need. You need those guys for the – I guess so. So you're taking Chaz. (sighs) No, I'm going to take myself. (laughs) I'm going to bet against myself right here. I'm going to say that I'm going to win out and start. It's got to start here. It's starting with Chaz. I scored 140-ish points this this past week. I know my boys can do it. So I think it starts last week where I consistently start getting my, my 130s, 35s, 140s, 150s, 55s. I think it starts again. We're rolling, boys. Rolling. Kiss of death. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, let's move on to game number two. We're going to look at John and Rusty. We got the Duck Hunter versus Duck Duck Goose. We're looking at a six and five record versus Johnny seven and four. Johnny's listed at a one thirty point six zero. Rusty at a one thirty nine point four two. That is the highest projection of the week of the GMs that we have listed. Mm. Who do you got in this one, Jared? I would disagree with that, but according to my numbers, it's the highest. You're at one thirty eight point seven six on my numbers. Oh, you mean the highest between the two? Correct. Oh, I got you. Sorry. This is the matchup of the week, right? It's got to be. It's got to be. I mean, Rusty's trying to fight to hang around. John's still playing for trying to to finish number one outright for the season and get that money. Um, that's still in play. We uh, haven't talked about uh, that at so all. That's that's still. We'll probably have to touch on that next. And that week. just goes down to re- that'll go record and then points. Correct. correct. Overall record then points. Aaron Jones, tough matchup with Chicago. I don't want – I mean, it's Mahomes, Tampa Bay. You can throw on them, as we've seen, with what Cooper mm. Cooper Cup did. Cooper fucking Calvin, Keenan Allen's just getting fed. I'm going to take John. I don't know if Julio plays. He's questionable. Actually, I'll take. I don't. I think Rusty wins. I think. All right, I'll switch it. I'll take Johnny. I think he's just got too much. He's got too many good players that we're gonna. Even if, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm gonna take Rusty. I'm gonna take Johnny. I think Cook gets back to form this week against Carolina. Um. And Mahomes is gonna do. Mahomes is gonna 
show Tom that he's and he's already done it, right? He's already said to Tom, "Hey, I'm, I'm the next guy up." So take a seat back. But Rogers got a tough matchup against Chicago. The problem is, is Rogers plays Chicago two times every year for the last ten years, so he knows uh-huh. how to throttle Chicago. Um, and so he's going to score points there, and they're going to win that game. That'll be an easy victory. If anyone wants to throw money on that game, they're pick Green Bay because they're going to win it handily. Um, actually, now I'm thinking about it. I don't know. This is going to be this. This might be a rock. This might be one of those boulder fights. Yeah, this is going to be a big where one. they're just chunking boulders at each other, and it ends up being like a 155 to 149 type deal. This is going to be a big one. Um, it's either going to be something like that. Or it's gonna be one fifty five to a hundred. Yep. And it's gonna go in the direction of Rusty. <laughs> so we're both on Rusty. I think so. I mean, after looking at this, I know I know Mahomes is gonna score his twenty five points. Uh Tampa's defense isn't you can't they're pretty think, damn good. I don't, I don't you can't run on them. They're going to throw on them, and I think what they're going to throw. But I think what they just saw this past, what Andy Reid just saw this past week, was what the Rams did. Mahomes might throw it forty-five times, and they might run it. They might run it ten. But I mean, Dalvin Cook. I mean, that's his horse, him and Jones. And I know Jones isn't going to score points. Uh, he might get 10, but he ain't getting 20. Yeah. I think because yeah. that defense is, you know, they're not going to, when they score, they're going to give up passing touchdowns. They ain't going to give up running touchdowns. Yeah. So, I, don't, I mean, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Rusty here. Uh, it's either going to be that boulder fight, like I said, or it's, or it's going to be just a crushing defeat for John. You gonna go consensus, Rusty? Yeah, Rusty. All right, let's move on. Matchup number three, week twelve. We're gonna go with Slip versus Brad, Captain Excite Bike. I expect that name to change. And you're killing me, Smalls. Bradley currently sitting at a six and five record or one thirty-two point zero four versus a two and nine record, one fifteen point five zero. And oddly enough, Jared, that is where I had set our over under mark for this week. Just to reiterate for last week's bet, we had the over under set at one eleven point five zero and slip did surpass that. So you won twenty dollars, we rolled it over. So you're currently up ten. I did win the throw-up bets right. because I did take the under on that, and no one TU'd. Thank you to all the GMs that attended that fishing trip that didn't throw up. Actually, Brian was the closest out of all of us, and I think that was more alcohol-induced than wave-induced. Um, so I won five. So you're up five right now. We're going to throw our 20 on it. I had it at 115.50. Do you have a different – Different number. I'm good with that. All right. So one fifteen five zero. I'm on the under, uh-uh. and you're on the over. Yep. My man. He's right. my man. Twenty dollars. My man. David Montgomery's going to play, and he's going to score a touchdown. 
and finish with 11 fantasy points. Montgomery ain't scored a touchdown since 2018. <laughs> He's scoring Sunday night. He's brutal. I hope he snaps. Yeah, no, I'll take the over. I don't, I don't hope it. I don't hope it. I'm taking the over, and I'm right. taking Brad to win. Taking Brad to win. I th- I'm going to take Brad to win <laughs> as well because um, I'm taking the under, obviously, and I think Slip gets back to his slip ways, unfortunately, um, for him and his team, and he scores under 100 points again. So uh, I think – Brad's going to win this one pretty handily. It's going to be like 127 to about 100.1. Okay. That's the way I got this game going. Let's move on. Next game, we got Mike versus Pittman. Uh, back in ninth versus Academic All-American. A 7-4 record, a 128.95 for Pittman versus Mike's 4-7 record, 118.08. According to my calculations, who do you got, Jared? I think Pittman's going to pull it out. I don't think so. You think Michael's going to pull it out? I'm going Mike on this one. Uh, Unconventional, I think he pulls this out. And it's just due to – I don't think Murray's going to have the game that Pittman expects him to have against New England. Uh, Evans had a great game last week. I don't think that carries over. Gibson, I think he'll do his job. Connor, I don't think will. And yeah, I, I, I think this is Mike's right here and Mike's going to move five and seven, which is going to kind of upset me because I may be five and seven as well after this week. But I think Mike pulls this one off. All right. Wow. You don't have any uh, any other elaboration on that. You're just straight up, straight up pit on it. I think. I mean, I can see how. Yeah, I just. I mean, I, I, I think my boy Antonio Gibson will do well. I think Kyler Murray will do well enough. Um, Minnesota's secondary is not very good. Um. I think there's enough there for Pittman to win where I think there's enough potential dead spots on Mike's team for it to just fall flat. But I wouldn't be surprised if Michael won. There we go. That's all I'm asking for. All right, let's move on. Final game, you versus Brian. Six and five matchup versus a five and six matchup with Brian. You're currently sitting at a 138.76 to a 119.33. At least that's what I have on my end. What do you think, Jared? You got enough to pull this one out? Uh, your boys got enough? And what's the deal with your team name? Why you got to throw <laughs> stones my direction? And I'm not even playing you right now. I mean, that's what, but you're ahead of Brian, man. Be proud of it. Yeah, but you're knocking me. <laughs> And not even play me. The team name is supposed to go against the player that you're playing, not a player in a different division that ain't even close to the amount of points scored or record that you have. My bad. What was that about? My bad. I didn't think of it that way. So I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, 
I'll, I'll try to address that in the off season. Gee, great. Uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't. I mean, you know what? I'm going to change my <laughs> team name at the end of the pod. And you are not going to be happy. About All it. right. I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm, I'm drawing. I mean, Derrick Henry's got a tough match. I mean, it, Indy, I think, is a pretty good defense that might kind of stifle Henry enough. Tyler Boyd is a downgrade now with the quarterback situation there. Um, I don't know if Austin Eckler is going to play. I don't know if they're actually going to lift him to where he can play, and even if he does, how effective he will be. I just I I think I have enough to even if they don't go studs to kind of score enough points to win. I don't think I hit my projection. I think I win like. 120 to 105. 120 to 105. I think you're going to pull this off. Um, and I think it's going to be more then 30 points. Okay. I like it. This is, this is going to be unfortunately for Brian, a slaughter. All right. Well, what we were talking about was your game and your versus Brian. Um, I said, this is going to be a slaughter. I think you're going to pull this off by 30 plus points. Um, but Brian's going to have a moral victory. That's all I'll say. I'll leave it at that. You want to, you want to name your team, uh, names against Joe. And that's fine. <laughs> Two can play at that you game. You know what kind of makes me sad about my matchup? Mine and Brian's matchup. That's kind of unique. Sure. Well, let me know about it. It's Thanksgiving week. There's three games on Thursday. I love it. You guys don't have. We don't. Neither one of us has any Thursday games. Any Thursday players. That's brutal. Like part of me is like, I keep telling myself, don't fall in the trap. I want to like just pick up a kicker just to have a kicker on Thursday. Don't do it. I'm like, don't do it, Matt Prater. Don't do it. Someone's got. I think you're facing him. (laughs) And I was like, don't do it. Don't pick up Kai Farbarn. Don't do it. Kareemi Farbar. Farbar. Don't do it. Don't pick up Greg Zerline. He's hurt. Don't do it. And uh but but yeah, so neither one of us are gonna have Thursday players. It's kinda wild. So well I don't I I'll just say this. I don't appreciate your team name. <laughs> I look at I look at I was trying to change it before the pod. I mean normally we have the Well, I changed mine mid pod. So I mean so normally, um, so when you see that, and you may or may not see it, I don't know when it updates, but might be pre, you know, during the pod or by the time we end, or maybe it's not by the time we end. Will's D you see it later. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> Why are you thinking about our son's dicks, Jeff? I just heard. <laughs> this is through the grapevine. This is through the grapevine. Well, 
Where Camp, I heard that the Campbell I heard the that. Campbell clan are growers, not showers. Yeah, that's what all the growers say. <laughs> well, I'm one of them, so I'm saying it. <laughs> oh man, but well, well, I think this has been a solid pod here. Uh, I want to say thanks to Pittman for joining us earlier. Uh, earlier on the pod, thanks for giving us some time there. Hopefully he does uh, okay the rest of the evening, and we're always looking out for his safety there. Back to blue when you can. And, Jared, looking forward to this week's uh, matchups here, but why don't you take it away for us? Have a a good Thanksgiving, fellas. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a good gobble-gobble day. Turkey, turkey day. and Dodge dodge injuries and that extra 10 pounds a holiday and dodge COVID and guess, guess right. Turkey for me, turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey lurky do and turkey lurky da. I eat that turkey, then I take a nap. Thanksgiving is a special night. Jimmy Walker used to say, kind of mine. That's right. Turkey with gravy and cranberry. Can't believe the Mets traded Daryl Strawberry. Turkey for you and turkey for me. Can't believe Tyson gave that girl beating. Thank you for listening to the Hot Rods and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Just a reminder, if you'd like to get in touch with us, there's a way to do that. Please go to the website, anchor.fm, or even easier, download the Anchor app and search Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. There, what you can do is leave us a voice message. If we like what we hear, we will play it on next week's pod. Also, in terms of distribution... We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, and Radio Public. We are here to meet all of your platforms and wherever you listen to your podcast. But if you want the exclusive recording, please listen to your podcast on the Anchor app. For all of us here at the Hot Rots and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, Dodge Injuries, and guess right.